That's right. It's Mischief Night, and it's our views will kill you. I am the man you may know as Mostly Mighty Thor MZ. And I am your host tonight for a spooktacular horrorween. We've been plugging it all week, doing a little bit of this horror, a little bit of that horror. I have my co-host with us as always, Yodabaka. Yodabaka the best. What a great costume. Yoda, so innovative. And then you have like just the most stupid, but like laziest, useless. What are you, Miles Nublonus? Blownus. That's noob noob. I do extra blowing while I'm miles. He just <laughs> he'll go miles and miles. Miles for blowjobs. I have no idea what his costume is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So we have that uselessness. I'm celebrating Miles Morales on Spider-Man 4. No, Spider-Man on PS5. Miles Morales edition. The widest mouth edition? The widest mouth edition, yes. That is. <laughs> And then we also have the uh, producer extraordinaire. I don't, I don't know what he's dressed as either, but he's pretty scary. It's Scott Keebler. I am dressed in my happy Halloween costume. I'm pretending to be a producer. And now let me <laughs> pretend to give myself some color here instead. Oh, Hello. See, you're the, oh, boy. The How's producer that? of the look, living look dead. At, look at that magic. Now we're in color, from black and white to color. We just got in the present times. No, I'm wearing my Halloween shirt. Uh, forget the candy. Give me beer. Ah. Well, I don't think if someone has one of those, uh, I guess they could technically, they could, they could beer bong you candy down one of those You've seen those social distance candy things? Yes, the PVC candy. Beer bong it. Yeah. Well, you just pour the beer right down the PVC. I mean, whatever. There's alcohol. It's going to kill whatever's in there. I'm sure. I'm sure. And it looks like we've got a lot of the uh, usual suspects out there in the chat. I see our man, Doc. We haven't seen you in a while, Doc, but good to see you back. Uh, Ron, the Stone Cold Killer, is out there. Bootleg out there. Unboxing movies with me. Be sure to check out his channel. Sam Jr. of the Sam Jr. channel. Sam Jr. is always on my channel. I love you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, what yep. are we, so, well, uh, what thank, are we working well, with? Well, before we get to that, thank, of course, all of you for joining us. But before we do anything else, as always, we do some housekeeping. Spooky cleaning. It. Let's just invert it. <laughs> yes, and and did this audio stuff to it too. So oh, we've had a busy week on YouTube this week. Go over to youtube.com slash our reviews will kill you. We did the Orc UN Cinephile Man Cave, the most Harween ever, part one. Although that's one part of well, part one. So one part. The yes. only Isn't today part two the, ho- the, the Halloweening? Part. No, this is the Halloweening. But anyway, we oh. sat down with Cinephile, uh, uh, Cinephile Man Cave. Um, I forget his name. <laughs> sorry, Mark. Mark, Mark. from Cinephile. So, so, sorry, Mark. Yes. I'm an asshole. Uh, but we talked about his favorite horror movies, a prequel as it was to what we have tonight, Teaser. We also release another one, What is Invincible? We find out together. We watched a trailer for an Amazon series cartoon about superheroes. I still don't know what it's about. And neither does anyone else. Nope. So there's that movie. Also, Noob Noob did a thing. I yep. 
So <laughs> this is the thing. It's uh, you thing. should probably see. I it. gave them gold and they turned it into Did coal. Too, uh, we told it into amazingness. Nope. Yeah. So there's that video. Um, and moving on from that. We did, last night, we did a Tremors special. We dug through the dirt. We went through Tremors. We talked about the movies, mostly the first one and the last one and the docuseries on YouTube. But if you're a Tremors fan, and everyone is, you definitely want to watch that video there. And I took some time out this week to do an unboxing of the brand new iPhone 12 Pro. You won't believe his reaction. You won't believe my reaction. I can't believe my reaction. Uh, he threw it in the trash. I, I think was, Elizabeth Moss just joined our chat. What, what's happening? Elizabeth Moss Jr. Nope. And Get the fuck out of here. And Elizabeth Moss Jr. said it was a crazy video. I don't think she's talking about mine. She may have been talking about another one. Oh, my God. Maybe, she's in her Halloween costume. Maybe the Invincibles um, video. And actually, we also got a voicemail. We're going to go ahead and pop that number up there on the screen for you to leave a message for yourself. <coughs> but we did have somebody leave us a voicemail, so let's go ahead and listen to that real quick. I think you should talk about it tonight. And tell him you to take his costume off. He's scaring us. <laughs> I'll take my costume off right now. Unfortunately, that's not his costume. That's just his actual face that is so very terrifying. Do you so, want me to take my costume off? Is Rob in the chat? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, Ron should, is, yes. That, yes, that Rob, is a message from the, the stone cold killer himself. Is he in the chat right now? Rob, do you want me to take my costume off? Yes. You should take your costume off right now and scare us all even further. But there it is on the screen. 610-616-5255 is the Orc U voicemail. Call it. Leave a message. We love hearing from you guys if you can't join us live on Friday nights. So with all that out of the way, Rob noob, noob, yes. what are we doing tonight? Hey, first off, you forgot our teaser for our upcoming crossover. All right, so fine. So let's while do While you too. do that, I'm going to take my costume off. Oh, God. He's so, going to unmask himself? Oh, my God. People are going to say, oh, God, oh, no. man, this is terrifying. Oh. Wow. It's almost it's it's almost like a mini sun oh. was just released oh my in gosh. that studio. Just, oh. How can oh. you, how can you be so pale? Oh. So gross. He just oh took his shirt God. off and he's, I, I don't, his gunt is hanging out. I don't know what's lighter. You or the wall behind you. This is, this is terrifying. Noob Noob's face has been revealed. It is the face of a pale, ugly, ugly. What is, are you doing? Let's go Stop. ahead and give you full screen. So oh, no. See that. Nobody needs that. What are you doing? This is the worst thing you've ever done. Get away from me. <laughs> Noob Noob stands around with no shirt on. The, the chat's going crazy. <laughs> Noob. Oh, you revealed his identity. You can see him. Noob, do you, uh, do you shave your chest? <laughs> does zoom in? Does does Noob Noob shave his right. chest? That's uh, I'm sure he needs a weed whacker. That's to that's do that. interesting there with Noob Noob sh Noob Noob's shaved chest. Now he's got his headphones on. Can you hear oh, me? God. Noob Noob shaves his chest. Apparently, uh, my nipples are extremely cold. There is a fan blowing them to icicles right now. That, oh my god! That was absolutely terrifying. God, I'm just gonna. But, oh my and the God. last piece He's of housekeeping then is this week, today, Friday, Mandalorian Season 2 just started releasing first episodes now available on Disney+. Plus. We are going to be doing a crossover with another channel on YouTube. We're going to be doing it weekly, mostly weekly, three weeks, one week off, three weeks on, one week off, whatever, whatever our schedule fits. But we'll be doing a crossover talking about Mandalorian Season 2 on a weekly basis. 
with another channel. Yes. That gap, What's that? That, levels that, of geek. That gap there is because I don't have all the information there. Yes, levels of geek. Yes, levels of geek. Alex from Levels of Geek is going to shove a whole lot of Mando goodness in our mouth, and we're going to swallow it. So that then is all of our housekeeping. Now, noob noob, what are we up to tonight? Uh, well, I'm probably going to have hypothermia, so that's a thing. Next, we're, we're going to talk about some scary news, I, I guess. So there is more murdering and hornets in my queen. Then there's a plenty... Where to queen. Then a, a rat is going to eat my hole. And uh, then there's my favorite kind of stripper, skeleton strippers, because I like them flat like prepubescent boys, uh, which is much like a skeleton. Mm. And uh, yeah, then we're going to go over a roundtable style of horror movies and what constitutes a horror movie. And we're going to tell stories of horror. We're going to sit around the campfire movies. and tell you some I scary like stories. I hope there's a fire because I need to be warm. We're going to sit around the social distancing fire and tell stories. So let's go ahead and get to it. <laughs> So scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, apparently, scientists captured two murder hornet queens in Washington state. Apparently, murder hornets are still a thing. So, as if this year couldn't get scarier. Yes. They have officially captured in wild in the wild. A nest. A nest of murder. Well, they're looking like the Michelin men in outer space. <laughs> they look pretty amusing. Well, they are dressed. It, they kind of need to be wearing these spacesuit looking things, which are super thick bee suits that I think are actually inflated as well because the stingers on these things are like five inches long. Don't no, quote me on that. No, they're not. That's an exaggeration. But. Because they do have oversized super stingers, they do, of course, need those spacesuits. Uh, terrifying as it is, there's a couple of dead ones right there. They actually were able to catch some murder hornets while they were killing another hive of bees. They took these murder hornets, they tracked them, they put tags on them, and let them fly back to the nest. That's impressive in itself. And then in order to catch them, they saran wrap the tree there. You can see them with the uh, economy size saran wrap roll you buy from Giant. They saran wrap the tree, vacuum the thing out. It did not look like it was a they short. They look like stormtroopers. It was not what a, is going on here? It, it was wow. not a short and easy project there. You see from the picture there, it looks like E.T.'s nightmare there, nightmare fuel. Everyone's got red lights on in these spacesuits. Imagine walking into that at night. Like, well, not to mention... They were looking for virgin queens. And, oh, my God. And, and, yeah, so they they went ahead. They got that. They vacuumed out the entire nest there. And you said that they did get two queens out of this. Yes. I, they got myself and another, uh, probably Sam Jr. And, <laughs> two uh, big major queens. We are in captivity being studied for, for sex stuff. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, at we know at least you're the virgin queen. The latest study is how many pieces of candy corn can I fit up my ass, and it's a lot. I'll tell you that much. They they don't melt easily though. I'll tell you. <laughs> Aren't they made of wax? They oh well, they taste good coming out still. So it's like a little bit of chocolate coating. <laughs> uh, so oh wait, hold on. Facebook post there was va oh eighty five hornets. That's a lot of hornets. It's not that many hornets. I mean, that's a good a number of murder hornets. I mean, mm. I, I don't know what a normal mortar, mortar, mortar hornet, murder, right, Joe murder Biden, calm down. hornet nest is. 
Um, I think the more important thing was that they caught the queen, which it sounds like they did, thankfully. Um, and now it's just a matter of making sure there's no other nest. But, I mean, kudos to them. That was a issue, and now they caught them. So. With their spacesuits. Still don't know how they got over here, though. And their space technical gear. I'm really not enjoying Sam Jr.'s fat shaming of me. He's telling me to put my shirt on. Uh, you're rude, Sam Jr., and you should take your shirt off, and then I will put my shirt on. What if he puts his Elizabeth Moss costume on? Yeah, just wear Elizabeth Moss's face, and then that will get me very soft, and I'll put on a shirt. <laughs> so, so what's next? Uh, well, apparently in New York, you can go into a rat hole, which is a sinkhole filled with rats. And uh, a that rat chasm. That sounds worse than murder hornets, honestly. Like, I, I, I don't know if well, I want to live. Then there's this poor guy. So we got video of this. So let's go ahead and watch. There's actual oh video Look, of it. There's video. Oh my god, he fell into a rat hole. And then just rats immediately just started eating his booty. <laughs> <laughs> so the poor guy, his, his his face got completely banged up. Um, I think like he busted his arm or something and they said when he was down inside the hole he was afraid to talk or scream for fear that the rats would actually get into his mouth. He was covered with that many New York rats. Oh my Apparently God. he was a 33 year old man. He's literally just standing there like on his iPhone, not paying attention. Did anyone? Like, and it did, just literally just falls through the ground. He was doesn't, next to a small child yeah, and a lady. Yeah, he was he was walking up to the bus stop. There is a little bit before this where you see him walk up to the bus stop. And there he is just kind of mind his own business. He takes a step backwards and he disappears. Goodbye. Does anyone? I don't Good even sir. see anyone have a reaction to him falling. No, it's because he lives in New York. People are just like, "Oh, that man's dead." <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Let's and move he's like, on. Rats. There's, there's a, there's a guy walking rats. next to him with a baby stroller, just passes by the hole, like, "Well, nothing I can do for you here. You're on your own." Although it is funny because in the video, it seems like there's a delay before he fully sinks. Like he tries to catch yes, himself. He catches his arm. He catches himself with his arm. Yeah, <laughs> and then he, he just, just falls into the yeah, hole. That's, that's, and then just goes and he's right gone. in. That's where his and arm gets mostly rats. screwed up there. And that's that's so painful when something like that happens. Have, have you fallen down a manhole before, Scott? I have actually. Are you? Have you really? I, Were you covered with rats? I was not covered with rats. It was in Philadelphia. We got cockroaches instead. Oh dear God! Even better. Was there used condoms down there? A lot of them. Oh dear I have God. I have horror stories from my days working in an electrical company in the city. Another day, perhaps not today. <laughs> That's Did too much horror. Pennywise wasn't horror. down there to molest you. No, no, no. Oh. That was my foreman. Was he oh, was Jesus. he was very touchy. Also dressed like a clown. But a, right. but, a, but a soft touch. Uh, this next story, I think, is kind of weird. So why don't we go ahead and classify this under Orc Tales? Sure. It's the ghost plane. <laughs> Just everything explodes on Scott's, <laughs> Scott's channels. <laughs> Sam Jr. says I met the Ninja Turtles I did actually I had turtle soup it was delicious <laughs> so your story is something to do with strip strippers 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 of skeleton figures a homeowner association has a bone to pick <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that oh, looks like a trash panda that does look like a trash panda uh, yes, yeah, so apparently Halloween ghouls order homeowner to dismantle skeleton strip club display. That's, that's neat. Uh, so a homeowner association has a bone to pick, and 
Oh, we're going to dead name him. Angela Nava of Richmond, Texas, has received the proverbial eye of Oh, my Newt. God. They are really strippers. They're totally skeletons doing stripper poses. Oh, my God. That's flexible. Oh they are God. very flexible skeletons. They probably do hot yoga. And uh, so apparently, they, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, there is some promiscuous poses there and flavorful colored hair. And her spooky erotic version of a non-flesh palace called the Candy Shop replete with bone-thin dancers candy and teal-wigged Vanessa, oh, that's a cute name, is a hoot with most of her neighbors, but her homeowner association doesn't believe it deserves a chance to remain up. They don't think they All should right. stay up? I No, well, look at something's that split staying they're up. Doing. There's one doing a split. I, uh, so I'm definitely up right now. I, you know what? I think if you have a problem with this Halloween display, you just have problems. You should probably see a shrink or something. Pole dancing is a competition. It's an exercise. It's a workout. It doesn't necessarily mean strippers. If this is the first thing that goes to your mind, then you are a perverted individual and you should seek help. Considering the fact that Halloween was right around the corner when this story popped out, the homeowner said that she was probably just going to leave everything up until Halloween and to hell with the homeowners association. Shouldn't she leave it up until Thanksgiving? No. It's immediately, it's immediately Christmas after... October 31st. Yeah, there is no more Thanksgiving. It's November no. 1st. Oh, it's Christmas. Thanksgiving's been canceled. Yeah, I, I'm already ready and locked and loaded to watch the latest rom-com Christmas movie on Netflix. Oh. Holiday. It's going to oh, be adorable. God. Oh, my God, I love it. So I guess we're done. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a short news story since we have 18 million horror movies very, to talk about. Very quick news, and we're through that already, so let's head over to what is technically a review section. Scott left to his own devices. I know, well, right? I did. I, I know. Thing. I forgot. I forgot all the sound effects here. This one's for you, Zay. Tonight, you. So apparently, un unboxing just announced because uh, he has news from everywhere. WandaVision is actually getting released in November, so maybe November isn't useless after all. So, Noob Noob, are you going to be able to lead us into this segment, or is someone else going to have to explain exactly what we're doing here? Uh, so there are movies. Uh, I believe they are Halloween-themed, and some of them are spooky. And I think we have it's lists. Mostly not yours. We have lists of those movies, and we're supposed to tell stories about how each one led <laughs> to a sexual <laughs> proclivity with a, with a relative. None of your information helps me! We're not, we're not supposed to do the last part. So this, this part stemmed off of an article written by Forbes that said what the scariest movie was, and they rated it according to heartbeat. Put heart sensors on people, made them watch scary movies, and whatever had the highest part heartbeat is what they classified as the scariest movie of all time. Sinister, I believe, was the one that topped their list, correct? Indeed yes. it was, yes. It so, registered the highest average beat per minute at 86. So so that is what led into this conversation here where I summarized that heartbeat does not classify what it's technically a scary movie. 
a scary movie is something that sticks with you and actually terrifies you, keeps you awake after you've watched it, and sticks with you long after you've seen the movie. Heartbeat isn't necessarily what's going to make that you know thing. I mean, my heartbeat goes up faster when I'm watching porn than it does when I'm watching scary movies. I wouldn't classify Pornhub as horror. Some of it can be horror. Some of it is. If you've been, on, por- if you've been on Pornhub lately, yes, actually, some of it is horror. So I believe the double gaping section. It's definitely, definitely so, scary. So I do believe we're going to round table here. Are we going to randomly draw straws to see who goes first? Sure. Hopefully it's not me because I need to put my shirt on before my nipples fall off. It looks like Noob Noob, you've drawn the short straw. You're going first. Motherfucker. All right. Well, <laughs> listen, it's very easy to know what the Hold best... Hold on. Har- can I guess what his top five is? Sure. I'm just going to guess. All right. Go ahead. Guess. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> it's not shirtless Noob Noob the movie. No. And it is not Noob Noob Go Shopping on Black Friday the movie. It's Those are all... That might be a good video, though. The noobening nipples gone wrong. What about... I'm going to guess it's Halloween 1. Uh-huh. Which Halloween 1, though? Both Halloween 1s. Mm, nope. Ha- yes, the 2018 one. That's a Halloween 2, technically. All of the Halloween 1s. Uh-huh. Halloween 2. Uh-huh. Both of the Halloween 2s. Even the one you haven't seen yet. Uh-huh. There's actually already two and Halloween 2s. Then- and then Chucky. Fuck, I forgot about Chucky. Can I make an edit, Scott? Nope. Nope. Too late. Pick your first. Oh, I knew shit. you forgot about Chucky. There you go. Fuck. Noob, oh. noob, noob Noob's first movie is uh, Halloween 1978 though The old school The good one. shit Yes Directed by the legendary John, John Carpenter. Carpenter Yeah oh my Starring god Starring Jamie Lee Curtis Who you also seem to think is attractive at 89 years old And in the Donald Sutherland No wait not Donald Sutherland Donald Pleasant Donald Pleasant as the good doctor Donald Pleasance Donald Pleasant let me Google that. He's definitely dead by so now. So wh- what about this movie made you... Sc- when was the first time you saw this movie? Donald Pleasance. Uh, let me see. How old am I? I'm 29. I probably saw this when I was four years old. So when you were 40. 1995. So you saw it in 1978 because you I are did. 49 years old. I did, yes. Uh, and it's a fair... I don't, first off, it's every... You could Google top 10 horror movie lists and look at 100 of them. This is going to be on it all It wasn't 100. on the Netflix one. It's going to be what, all... It wasn't on the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes one. Oh, really? No. Oh, really? Uh, no, the original. Oh, really? Hold on. One, two, three, three four, four, five, and number seven. Oh, it's number seven. It okay. is number seven. So first off, it's it's a slasher film, so obviously it's it's amazing. And it is one of the few campy slasher movies that had no budget that was effectively creepy and scary. Because a giant boogeyman with a knife could happen. He's a little unkillable, so that's where it kind of breaks the the realm of reality here. But the heavy breathing in a mask, that's hot, first off. And uh, I don't know, he's just going after a girl that doesn't show boobs. Like, you you want more. You want to just keep going. I want to see Jamie Curtis's boobs. You can in like a 50,000. No, movies. I want to see it in Halloween, though. Maybe oh, Halloween 2 when she's like 67 years old. Doing I a, thought she was like a Dannon commercial or an Activia commercial. Activia. So a good fiber. So did this movie stick with you afterwards because it scared you or because you wanted to see Jamie Lee Curtis more? A little bit of both. Every wow. time he hears the music, he craps himself a little bit. No, the music did fuck with me at the end because my uncle used to always 
play the music uh, when I stayed over his house. This is sounding really sexual, huh? and it's not. It, this is an actual story. He used to hunt. He used to put a mask on and hunt you throughout his house. Yes, while playing the music as I was a little and kid. And he would tell you that his his uh, butcher knife was. It's okay if the knife goes in certain places, is what he said. Mm -hmm. and, but yeah. and, but what's weird is you were shirtless at the time, but he was pantless. Uh, you know that uh, he said it brought balance to the force, uh. and I just kind of went with it. I was very young, uh, very ripe. And uh, suggestionable. All right. So, so and uh, I, I don't. It's not my top ten. The ho the theme song is iconic. I love the theme song better than anything. We, so the score of this movie is what makes it in my and top that, ten. And that we will give you that is as soon as you hear that Halloween theme song, automatically know exactly what it is. That is something that has stuck throughout the times. The remakes of that song have sucked many times, but at least the original one is very iconic. So we will give you that much. If nothing else, Z, you are up. First off, I, I need to uh, make a quick comment. Fuck you, unboxing. Noob Noob will never be replaced. But I will put a shirt on. Oh, wait, that's Jason. <laughs> Which is just as replaceable as Michael Myers. I, I do think that first movie is a classic, but not in my top 10, even. So, what are you doing? I will fucking hit you right in the. Noob, yeah. noob Noob is uh, in the process of trying to put his shirt back on, has lost his pants. He's going to get a thing in your throat. He may have just gotten ball slapped by Z. With a pen. So what is your selection, Z? I'm going to, and these are no particular order for myself. I'm going to go with a, an oldie but a goodie. Uh, and I, I don't remember exactly what year this was. I think it was 1981. But it is the movie Chud. C-H-U-D. Chud. So for anybody who knows that movie at all, I'll give you a brief synopsis. It's very much a movie about New York City in the late 70s, where basically people just di randomly disappear off the street and there's pollution everywhere. It's a, it's a great moment in time because it captures that, that like, uh, really what shabby. What the fuck is this? That really, like, scary New York City that people used to talk about where Times Square was full of, like, <clears throat> junkies and porno uh, porno movie theaters and things like that. And, I, oh, Ron's talking. Ron's got an, an excellent, excellent one. The thing, oh, that one's so good. But that would be, like, my if I had number one all time, that would be that. But these, these ones are specifically about something that happened to me as a as a child <laughs> so when got, I saw this. So let's do this. Gotta, so let's do this, Z. Why don't you talk about your childhood story that involved chuds? And as we transition from uh, selection to selection, we'll jump over to the chat real fast and see what uh, uh, suggestions they come up with. All right, all right. So anyway, this movie is about uh, people start disappearing. They don't know why they're disappearing, and they eventually put it together that ch that Chud, even though technically it, it, it doesn't stand for what people think it stands for, it stands for, in the movie, uh, Containment Hazardous Urban Disposal, but what it ends up standing for is Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. So these creepy monster things just start breaking into people's homes and, and they just like abduct people and drag them back into the sewer and eat them. And the thing about it that scared scared me to death was um, 
that they could just break into your house at any time. In fact, I think in one of the movies or this particular one, they they, they dig a hole behind someone's washer or dryer in the basement because at the time I had a washer and dryer in, in my basement. I was a very small child. And as soon as I would hear that that sound of the, 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 the dryer running, the thumping through the middle of the night, I always felt like there was a chud gonna come up through the basement and come up and eat me and it, it paralyzed me for years and years and years and um, very scary to me now upon re-watching it it is a little bit um, <laughs> it's a little bit it's a little overly long overly drawn out it's a little boring but as a small child it was one of the scariest things I ever saw as you can see in the image the creatures are pretty horrific looking and um, it does look like a nice thick chud Yes, and, that, and, very those were, and they were practical effects. I'm assuming this was an older film. All practical. Yep. This came out after Halloween. This is in the '80s. Yes, it's it's one of your '80s like splatter horror movies, but not a slasher. Not a no. Slashers are mm, are suck. Not really. So that's my story, Scott, and I'm sticking to it. I, I like it. Uh, into the chat real fast, Sam Junior. I can't tell if you're a comedian or being serious because he does list Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Shining, Psycho. Um, but then he says cats, um, which I guess that could be considered Butthole edition. a horror movie, of course. Uh, Ron Schrader says Candyman. That's one I forgot Candyman's about as we're classic. making our list. He also said The Thing, which was mentioned earlier. Um, I'm going to take a different turn, and I'm going to say Gumby was my oh most. Actually, no, it wasn't, but Gumby was absolutely terrifying. There was an episode that scared the hell of me as a small child, gave me nightmares, but that's another story for another day. Instead, I'm going to go with what uh, Ron Schrader said earlier, and I'm going to go with the original, where's my image? Thing. Exorcist. Nope. Oh, the original, the original Exorcist. Exorcist. I can't find the that, image, so we're going to jump what, over to here real fast. 1973, a 12-year-old Whoa, girl is possessed by a mysterious entity. Her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her, directed by William Franklin, starring Ellen Burst, Max von Sydow, Linda Blair. Of course, we heard her name many more times. This, I think, was just your quintessential horror movie. Um, it was groundbreaking it had scenes depicted that drove people insane it 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 caused riots almost um and this was back in the day when i was still religious not like anymore when i went to catholic church possession could be a scary thing um but just the, the imagery and the special effects in this movie with the vomit and the spinning head and everything else it was enough to leave a lasting impression that absolutely stuck with me for years to the point that when I went to the Exorcist Haunted House in California many years later, it still was my scariest haunted house just because it reinstilled those old uh, feelings growing up. So when you talk about a movie that sticks with you, this is absolutely a movie that stuck with me through the ages. See, I never... It's What's interesting to me is people always have very similar stories to your, your Scott, where it's one of those movies that scarred you as a kid and just absolutely creeped people out. And like you said, there were virtual riots because of it. People were really, really freaked out by this movie. I did not see this movie until I was I was an adult. And I can appreciate it for what it was at the time. 
Well, I don't necessarily... I definitely think it was unsettling and creepy, especially what they were doing to Linda Blair as a, as a child. That's Linda Blair. Yes. Ah. I thought that that was, was pretty intense. Uh, I didn't find it scary, but I, I do appreciate it for what it is, the groundbreaking movie that it was, but I, I did not necessarily find it scary, I, but obviously I was an adult. I think the best depiction of The Exorcist was in Scary Movie 2 with James Woods, where he plays the priest, and I'm pretty sure he ends up having sex with the, the possessed girl. I think that, yes. I think. And he's happened. like taking a real big shit with a lot of flies, and that was that stuck with me. I mean, they basically just rip off the movie for yeah. the most part. Like that whole, they like kind of sum up the whole movie. But, but obviously, it's had a huge cultural impact. What is the? I don't honestly remember the ending to this. Does she get saved? That's a good question. I, 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 <laughs> I straight up don't remember. I, 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 I don't remember. I honestly don't remember either. Um, and it's what's also interesting is whenever you have a list when it comes to the scariest horror movies, this one's always number one. Yes, it is always number one. I, don't, I, I, mean, I think the fact that there was a child, like a real child involved, and, and Linda Blair actually got hurt during the filming of this. From like bending so much? Or, yeah, uh, they had like the contraptions that they used to like float her up and, and they dropped her or like the harnesses like hurt her back really bad. Like it's pretty unfortunate what happened to her there. And yes, it, it, the uh, at the very end, the, the main priest who was trying to save her uh, dies. I think he takes the possession on himself and then he kills himself. I'm pretty sure she's saved, but then there's like two or three more sequels. So, yeah. What's the? Why don't we go to the next one? Noob noob, what is your next choice? All right, this might be a little off the cuff here, but I know I did Halloween, which was pretty on the nose. So for my next one, I'm doing Halloween 2018. Of course, as I projected. The sequel slash reboot to the best horror movie of all time, Halloween. Slash. Also aptly named Halloween. So Halloween 2, but really Halloween 1. Yes. A reboot slash remake. And it basically takes, it honestly is almost a recreation of the first movie. And they take all of the tropes from the first movie and turn them on its head, which is funny. I like that. Oh, so it's mostly funny. Yeah, I don't find any of these movies scary at all. I find them creepy. I love the theme song again. And then this one, what I do like about this is, and even Rob Zombie's version for Halloween, they made Michael Myers a little more, I guess, aggressive and violent, whereas in the the original 1978 one, he was basically a very stoic, slow-moving, walked, stabbed you, and then left. This one, this dude actually moves a little quicker. He has some aggression. He, like, shows a little bit of anger. The first movie, it was just like, he's there. I like when he's a lot more violent, which this shows. So, basically, there's no reason why you think that this is one of the classic scary movies and why it actually scares I don't think anything's scary. You've never seen a scary movie, ever. First off, what I will say... Not one of these movies, you've... you've, Any of the movies that most of the chat have seen, you've never seen. The Exorcist is not scary. What about that is scary? Have you ever seen it? Yes. When? I don't know. When I was younger. Mm, Yeah, right. Yeah, he has like Noob Noob, your, your masculinity does not need to be reinforced in this room. We know that you have none. Trying to say that I never got scared because I'm the bravest of them all. Nobody believes that. You're allowed. It's to like c- saying you don't cry at movies. Yeah, I you, don't cry. Well, noob noob, you're, you're allowed dies. to open up in this room. This is a safe place for you. Is this a safe place? You can, safe space? You can cry if you need to. Old Yeller, you can. You you can open up with us, noob noob. You're allowed. 
I'm just saying, like, if I, what, like, if I had that closet thing, like, when the when the first movie happened with the, the closet and they use this closet scene again, which is the picture you saw, like, that would freak me out if I saw a closet that was partly open. Have you like ever that, seen Closet Monster? I have not seen Closet. That was Monster. one that was on my list that I forgot. So, to. so that is so that is something that got you. It did actually affect you in real life, where yeah, there can be something's in that closet. So that, yes. and that's and that's what we're going for. This is what we're calling scary movies. This is what we're classifying as. Um, Sam Jr. continues on, not sure whether or not. Human Centipede, I guess, is a horror movie. It's torture porn. Torture porn, okay. Still horror. And then Cosby Show, uh, it was, of course, terrifying. It's um, kind of torture porn. Run, Silence of the Lambs is not a horror movie. Run yeah, Trade, it's technically a horror technically movie. Technically, it's a horror movie. There are jump scares and cannibalism, which, I mean, there's things in there that's supposed to scare you. And, of course, Jay Bird was scared by Barney. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, let's, uh, You're up what's next. your next one? I am up next. Okay, uh, let's see here. I'll go to another one from my past. Let's go with Poltergeist. Now, Poltergeist today might not be that scary for people, but what I did, what I did ask Scott was to, what we did was we pulled out the scariest scenes from the movie or something about the movie that horrified me. And at the time, um, I was very... I don't know when this came out. The original Poltergeist? Not 2015. No, there was a <laughs> remake of it. Poltergeist? 1982. 1982. So, uh, Craig T. Nelson, one of the stars of it. It's actually... It does hold up if you watch it now. It's just... I don't know if it's as scary as people like remember it. Like I said, when I was a child, it was much scarier. I was actually in a... Uh, I, I lived in a uh, bunk bed room with my brother at the time. And we had a big gnarly ass tree that was right outside our window that would occasionally scrape against the window. And after I saw this movie, I was perpetually petrified by the petrified wood outside my window. And th there's a scene in the movie, uh, essentially the movie is these, these people move into a house and they find out that the house is, is possessed by poltergeists which take the forms of various things that they're scared of, whether it be this tree that scared this kid or their dolls that scared them or and they would like mess with different things in the house, like stacking things. And then obviously people remember the scene with the little girl and they might not know what static is anymore. Like static doesn't static on a television set doesn't play the same way it used to. But anytime you heard that static, you knew poltergeists were coming and uh right before the tree scene there's there's static and it, it still freaks me out to this day when i see a gnarly tree through a window that i think is going to come through the window and smash it and you know and maybe eat me and this is a beautiful thing about some of these horror movies it really is depends on where you grew up what is in your life um i i think a lot of people thought that um the hills have eyes was a terrifying movie because they're afraid of being raped. But I don't live in the desert, so I don't really have a reason <laughs> to be scared of the mutants in the hills have eyes. So that one wouldn't really affect me. Back to the chat, we've got Tales from the Hood. That was the Ice Cube movie, wasn't it? <laughs> Not DMX. No, was it DMX or, or no? Is Snoop Dogg in that? That was that, that was a. It was I forget who it was, but that was a horror movie. It correct? was Biggie. It was, not Biggie. It was Biggie it with the AIDS. Uh, no. Jaws was classified as a horror movie. People did not go into the water after that one, and they still have viewings where people sit out in large lakes and inner tubes and watch Jaws, which I don't want to do that. 
that's, that's I wouldn't want to do that terrifying either. and straight up I course. could not I could outswim a shark so that doesn't matter to me and of course I would say uh, one thing I want to say about Jaws is I had an above ground pool at one point and I could not swim in my above ground pool because you can't because swim. of Jaws just because of Jaws and it, and you're not the only one it affected a lot of people because of that because Jaws was and and I mean even the shark and you look at it now and you consider it laughable now but in, back in the day, it was absolutely groundbreaking, another groundbreaking. I think this is also what makes har- a good classic horror movie, and what makes a proper one is when it's something that's groundbreaking. And Bruce the Shark, as much of a nightmare as it was, and gave Spielberg nightmares long after that movie was done, absolutely stuck with a lot of people for a very long time. Well, what is something that sticks in you for a long time, This Scott? one, This one stuck with me for a while, but the technology finally caught up with us and and eliminated this fear. But from 2002, we have the Ring. The ah yes, the Ring. A journalist. Oh, I, think, I think you a, you stole one of Z's. A journalist must investigate a mysterious videotape, which seems to cause the death of anyone. Who, one week to the day after they view it, directed by Gore Verbosky, starring Naomi Watts, Martin Henderson, and Brian Cox. This is another one where I don't think kids today will get the ring. Not like we do, because with our TVs, when we lost a signal, we got that fuzzy screen, the snow. I still use it now and then when I do my effects, even though it doesn't really play anymore. You don't get snow on TVs anymore. That's an old thing. But when snow was a normal thing on your TVs, the ring absolutely impacted you. And the one jump scare that got me and still will get me is when she comes out of the TV and she does that jump from across the room and appears in front of the guy in that split second. Every time will still get me. But like I said, technology's changed. The TV snow is no longer a thing. The ring's not as impactful as it was back in the day. But as we said earlier, it's something you grew up with and a sign of the times. The ring absolutely was a great, great horror movie. Not the original Japanese ring. Not Ringu. No, I've seen Ringu. I actually think the Vor, uh, the Gore Verbinski one is much more... Um, it, it's filmed a little bit better, like a little more stylistic. It's a, it's a little less nihilistic. But that was going to be on my list just because I remember seeing that and I saw it in this room uh with someone else and we were like in this really claustrophobic tiny room it was raining and really dark and it just scared both of us it was very like intense because that movie is really good at building um, it's got a really good ticking time clock sense to it and it has a lot of uh, with all this scary imagery very uh, foreboding nature to it that's very oppressive and a lot of nice tension so yes, yeah, so, was- and 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 the ring. I know for a lot of people, and when you go to horror movies and the list, the ring makes it on a regular basis as well. It was VHS in the, the first one, right? It was the it, yeah, it was VHS. Correct. It was a VHS tape that yeah. uh, that that which was even old for then. Like it was interesting because DVDs were out by then. Yeah, like she didn't have a VHS player in the actual in, in the movie itself. She had to find one that could play it because she didn't have a VHS tape. She found it in this old... Um, it, it, they went to this cabin where they had an old VHS player. So it was like already outdated at the time 
but even more so now. And of course, if you were anywhere near a well, you weren't going anywhere near that effing thing. No, no more wells. Back back in the chat, we have Sam Jr. is mentioning the Blair Witch Project. It was too shaky. I couldn't stand that. It scared people, but it made me vomit just from the movement in that effing camera. What was great about that movie, though, is if you were, you can't recapture what happened when it came out. People genuinely thought that that movie was real. Yeah. That, that was actual found footage because they, they played it up like it was. They had video, like they had a website, all sorts of things devoted to pushing the narrative that that was a real, real found footage. So that's a great one. I see Sam Jr. said alien. Uh, let's see. We Evil have Dead. Saul. Saul we talked about before. That was That's just more of a gore fest. I don't want to see it much Gremlins. as a horror movie, but more just like a gore fest. Jay Bird says Labyrinth. A couple times he mentions it. Labyrinth was a classic, of course. Um, and that one's crazy because it's recommended for kids. Like it's, I think yeah, it's rated. No, like no, it should not be. Uh, no, and, and it's Bird too says, weird. And Bird says before all your times. No, it was not. It was definitely a mind fuck. Uh, Sam Jr. says Gremlins, and then Schrader says the Amityville Horror, which with Ryan Reynolds, the Ryan Reynolds Amityville Horror, the original. Oh, one. That They're man shirtless is always good. Which that house mm. is actually around the corner from us. I forget if it's still standing or not, but uh. I don't the think Amityville so. Horror House? It's not near you. It's not Amityville Horror? No. Isn't that like it's Massachusetts in Amityville, or something? Amityville, yes. Oh. It's not in your town. Then what, <laughs> then what, then what house is near, near us? It's a cracked in. Yes. Okay. So, Noob Noob, you're <laughs> up. <laughs> shut him up. The crack. <laughs> what? I said that shut him up real quick. <laughs> well, all right then. <laughs> well, all right the then. Crack the Crackville Horror. The Crackville Horror. My next one is Scream. The scream, yet another slasher. A, a movie that did not make me scream, but of impotence. It's the most realistic horror movie I would say out of so everything. So real, which is I, good and bad. Because also that opening scene was pretty fucking creepy. I don't with, know. Uh, Drew, Drew Barrymore. Uh, Drew Barrymore. I don't know if Noob Noob really got the concept of what we're trying to do tonight. I, well, I am not human. He's never I, seen a re, he's never seen horror movies when he was a kid. I don't feel fear. Oh no, I watched. Ch well, I've, uh, you know how I I don't know how I didn't, didn't put Chucky on the list because Chucky actually fucked me up. I was afraid of dolls for a while when I watched Chucky the entire series as like I was a young kid. If you thought, that's the point, if, is if you weren't you exposed thought, to if, awesome horror movies. Noob, if you kid. thought Chucky was scary, just wait until you see my next selection. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. That'll scare the crap out of him. But Scream was the one where you get prank phone calls uh, when you're home alone. That would fuck you up because people... No one answers their phones anymore, though. It's kind of dated. Not anymore, but back then, <laughs> so, you so would you, have a house phone. Yeah, so and you people get prank, prank, phone prank call voicemails. You. Yeah. Like the Jerky Boys. Exactly. So scary, those Jerky Boys. I love Jerky Boys. So what was scary about this? No, with just the pr I mean, nothing really was scary. I thought it was a great horror movie and a slasher, but the one aspect of it that fucked with me was the uh, the prank phone calls because people would prank phone call <laughs> me when they knew prank. I was home alone as a 10-year-old boy. They used to prank phone call you. That's because everyone in Noob Noob's neighborhood hated him and just did Every not want to be his friends. Wasn't I wanted friends. Wasn't this also like the beginning of the teen horror genre? Kind Scream of. to me, uh, horror had gone into a really bad place and was not a popular genre at all. And Scream single handedly revitalized the horror movie industry. I think all of the splatter movies through through the eighties really, really got people like you know how it how it went. You you would start to see, you know, Jason X on in space and 
Freddy Krueger underground, and you know, it just became, horror became a mockery of itself. And then Wes Craven was like, no, I'm gonna go back to the standard um, slasher flick, but I'm gonna put a little bit of a different spin on it. And make and it meta. He did it, yeah, made it meta, and he did a really good job with it. And it's a, it's a classic. It's not one of my favorites, but it's a classic for sure. I appreciate what it did for the horror genre, for sure. Yeah, it did, it did, it, and and once again, a groundbreaker, something that changed changed the uh, scene altogether. Back into our chat, we have Sam Jr. mentions Carrie Bootleg says Final Destination, but just the original, not the sequels. Yeah, the f- first one is a good one. Jay Bird mm-hmm. is shaking his head at Noob Noob selecting Scream, and then he said Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, Sam Killer G- clowns from outer space. Yes. And if you saw that as a kid, that 100%, 100% messed with you. Fucked you up. That I think that is what caused the clown fear in a lot of people. Was that, that and, and it for sure? It. If you watched the It movie, the It television movie, because the part of it is it was available for television, and that was so freaking crazy and weird and such a great performance. And then if you saw Killer Clowns from Outer Space, that you know, as a weekend movie where people were literally turning humans into cotton candy and then sucking them out with a straw, yeah. That was pretty freaky. Yep, I definitely wouldn't go anywhere near cotton candy after that. No oh boy. Yep, and then we got. Did pe- you ever see that one, got- Killer Clowns from Outer Space? No, I don't think so. No, you're yep. such a degenerate. And oh then we God. have. What's your next movie? Pet then? Cemetery, The Grudge, People Under the Stairs. Uh, all great, fantastic movie selections, guys. Keep them coming. I love it. But next, Z, what is your next? Okay, I'm gonna stay with the kid one, and this one might make people laugh a little bit, but it's still, I think, a goodie. Uh, it's the pit. Now, this is this Don't is something this is. that Teddy. I'm. What that, the fuck is that's this? That's an alternate. That that's a farm release, but I felt like capture that image captures the quality of of what the movie is about. Um, not from 2010. No, not from 2010. The Pit and the Pendulum? 1981. Oh. Thank you, sir. Sammy Snyder. Snyder. So this is one of those movies that... Uh, so when I was a small child, I used to watch the Sunday night movie or the Sunday movie, the premiere, and I watched everything from the original Blob to The Pit to every horror movie you could think of. I've seen all of them, basically. You There's also, very few horror movies I haven't seen. also used to dig a lot of holes. Which was a weird yes. thing to do as a small child, but hey, everyone need a hobby. The deeper, the better. And hey guys. when I was watching these movies, I would often, uh, you know, they would stick with you. And But the problem was, is I couldn't remember what they were. I couldn't remember the titles, and most of them hadn't been converted to DVD. So I had to go and find VHS copies of these movies. And this is one of those movies that it took me about 10 years to find it. It's um, basically it's about a, a young boy who is like one of the opening scenes. He has a babysitter and he's like staring at intently at her nipple. Like it's just one of the what? craziest movies you've ever seen. Basically, Bruh, just he's a small kid who finds a hole in his backyard. Oh. In the hole in the woods in his backyard, his evil teddy bear tells him to start feeding the monsters that live in the hole. Oh, and that's terrifying. The he just starts instead of you know they they don't like meat that much they like <laughs> live meat so he starts chucking people in there and how, it just gets crazier. How does from a there. small child chuck human he beings? He just he tells them hey take a look at my hole and then he pushes you in from behind and oh you just trip God. and fall in the hey, hole. Hey check it out I, I got this hole over here you want to come check it out I've been digging it for so, a while. 
That's really big. For years, they were called trollologs, the, the monsters at the bottom of the of the pit. And uh, his evil teddy used to give me nightmares. Was it that a teddy ruxpin? It was not a talking teddy. It was just a teddy. Oh. So, yeah, if you go back to that other image there, Scott, of the... Um, of the kid pushing the old lady like he starts pushing people he doesn't like in town into the hole and then he it's just gets out of control and um it's a it's just one of those crazy like the special effects aren't great but it's it's just one of those campy crazy movies this movie that sounds I fucking hilarious honestly i kind of want to watch it you, it's, a, it's a great it's a drinking game every time something ridiculous happens you take a drink and uh, I'm a big fan of, of collected movies like this and Cue the Winged Serpent. And uh, there's a couple other movies out there that I like. Do you I, I watch like. the people get eaten? Yeah, they get eaten, for like sure. Like they show them getting eaten? They get torn they... apart by the monsters okay. at the bottom, yeah. And they, you, they show it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Scott, hey what, guys, do you, what, I don't, I don't go, know how you're topping that. Let's go to the hole. Let's Can go I push before, Noob Noob down the hole? the hole, let's visit the chat one more time. Jay Bird says Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's not scary. I mean, if you were a little kid and you saw it, maybe you were like expected. Like the fact that it dealt so matter of factly with death, I think was kind of uh, interesting. And the fact that you'd see these crazy Tim Burton characters, like the shrunken head man and the woman who was eaten by the shark and all that other stuff, where you're like, well, that's really grotesque. But I wouldn't exactly call it horror. And I'd say, uh, and, I guess it's horror comedy. The, the worm, Jay Bird saying the worm was the scariest part. I think the tremors were scarier. Sam Jr. saying Children of the Corn. That's one I forgot about. That almost could have made my list. I do like my list. Children of the Corn was a good one though. And Ron Schrade is trying to summon Freddy, of course, singing the song one. See, two. that's a good one. That's a good slasher. Freddy's coming for you. A good. It is a good slasher and one that messed with your nightmares, which is something that you should have tried for. Noob noob, instead, you failed. I don't have nightmares. Hardly. I have noobmares. Noobmares. I do have one here, and it is Puppet Master from 1989. Psychics find themselves plotted against by a former colleague who commits suicide what? after discovering animated murderous puppets. I saw this as a young child. I saw it at my buddy's house. He thought it was funny. Me, uh, it's, you were like, it's nope. This one screwed me up. Um, this this drill head dude that you see the gif of here as he runs and kills this woman as she's looking under the bed. There's <laughs> an another character, and it was a gif I found earlier that I wasn't able to steal. But oh, the one the one doll it's, it's was melting no. leeches. Yeah, two. that one's the one I was going to say that probably messed with you. It like literally would vomit leeches out on you. Yeah, and then this one this one uh puppet, she was vomiting leeches onto her victims and of course the hook uh, the, the 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 guy the red coat um the white coat blade the, guy. Yeah, the, the yeah, it it was it, this is one that the, messed with me for a very long time. And these are just tiny puppets, though, right, Scott? This, yeah, but you would think they they make a, they make jokes about it in the movie that oh these are harmless puppets, but they're kind of perverse looking. Yeah, but then the puppets come to life and start murdering people. This, but they're tiny puppets. This, except, what would you do if one vomited leeches in your mouth? Leech? Well, okay, maybe I wouldn't and, let it get close to my mouth and the to vomit leeches. Well, the characters were tied down while they were getting the leeches dropped onto them and into their mouths. The other one had knives and was actually attacking people with knives. This is what. Chucky could have been if it was better. 
Yeah, but Chucky's at least a bigger doll. Well, he's not really bigger. No, Chucky looked not. like he could fuck those puppets up. No, because no, no. these puppets had weapons. Yeah, Chucky built into knife. them. Built in weapons. Dude, enough. What's a knife going to do against a drill head? And it was a. This looks like. And it was the a combination puppets. of the puppets too. It wasn't just the one. It was you know you they got teamed up on. I mean, yeah, they worked together as a team. Th- and and it was and it was realistic. It was the, the puppets were much more like visceral and just the way they looked just felt more realistic and just more creepy and terrifying than Chucky ever was. So if I break into your house and just line your bedroom with puppets and you wake up, what would you do? Uh, I would probably They'd have to be the right you. puppets. They'd you have to be the right puppets. But I wouldn't not just, be here. But the puppets would be there. Noob, I would be murdering you for breaking into my house. Oh, okay. So, mm. so just clarify. That was directed by David Schmalier, starring at Paul Lamatt, William Hickey, and Irene a Miracle. It's a good one. I remember that one from, from being a kid. It looks hilarious. I would watch it. It looks kind oh, of yeah. funny. Well, that's what's great about these is you go back and watch them, and they're not, yeah, go, they're not go, horrifying. Yeah, going back and watch that now is probably would not affect me as much as that would. But yeah, back in the day, that definitely that definitely was one that kept me awake at night, which is what a good horror movie is supposed to do. Back into the chat, we have The Fly. We have Excellent. Scooby-Doo. We have <laughs> uh, Goosebumps. The books were fantastic. They were horror, but they were made for kids. Annabelle, The Lost Boys, Are You Afraid, Tales from the Crypt? Are you afraid of the Dark, the TV show. Uh, Ron Schrade had a suggestion that we don't want to spoil just yet. Noob Noob, you're up. All right, so this is a heavy hitter right here. Uh, This one has uh, immensely affected me as a young child, and it's Halloween Town. Yes. What is it? Nope, where is it? Don't even know what Halloween Town is. I do. It's a Disney Channel movie. Oh, my God. Love it. Watch it every Halloween. And what this really did was got a restraining order because I used to just go I was I was young impressionable I was really looking for an elder presence in my life mainly a grandmother so I would just run around after seeing this movie hoping that one of these grandmothers would take me away and take me to Halloween Town and they never would and I just kept getting hit in the head with purses and I had a concussion and I had to be held out of school for two weeks all the children mocked me because my own grandmother wouldn't even hug me and, uh, yeah, so then I just sit at home eating candy every Halloween, watching Halloween Town, hoping that I could maybe one day be taken by an elderly woman. He's an idiot! All right, then. So did you actually get assaulted by an old woman? I did. None of that happened. Okay, well, that's why this is dumb, and we're going to move on and to the next one. And we're moving on to the next right, one. Then. Back in the chat, we have Christine is another good one. Christine was... Oh, wow. What? I forget which name. one that is. Christine's the murderous car. Yes. Oh that's my god, like Herbie, King, fully loaded? Stephen King one, yes, where the yes, car murders I, I thought it was, but for a second I wasn't absolutely sure. Murder Herbie. So Yes, essentially. Z, you're up! Alright, I'm gonna take, this is my um, final, like, childhood one. And I actually made a quick, a quick change. Because again, these are no particular order, and they're also not particularly, they're not my, like, my top ten best made movies ever. Uh, but it's actually Creepshow 2, but more specifically, The Raft. Now, Creepshow, if you know anything about it, was actually written by George A. Romero and Stephen King working together to write, uh, essentially, anthologies. The first one had Ted Danson in it, and um, uh, it was just like a bunch of short stories that were pretty horrific. But this one particular episode of... Creepshow 2, or not episode, but part of the anthology, 
just it it haunted me. So it's it's kind of your typical story of like kids going to go have fun out by their swimming hole, and there's one of those. If you've ever seen a lake where they have like a, a like a chain down raft in the middle of it, like a wooden boards that are propped up by, you know, by floating barrels, and they decide to you know have some teenage fun and go make out on on the on top of this thing, and when they get out there, uh, this black mass in the water approaches them, and they soon realize the horror of what's going to happen oh. as they're slowly dissolved one by one by this. By so this just uh, flesh eats them. I s- yes, it's a flesh I s- eating. I remember this goo. one. I completely forgot about this movie. I remember it now. That was yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. This was a good one. It, it's pretty horrific too because there's one point where like there's there's a there's two sets of couples, and the one kid they, wants to be with this one girl, and their two other friends have already been murdered. I think by this by this black goo. And every time they jump in the water, it comes and gets them. Well, they fall asleep over over on the black goo, and he, and he starts to, like, make out with her. And then he realizes that the goo actually seeped up through the boards and was eating her face while he was trying to make up with make out with her. And then... That's disgusting. Yeah, it's, it was pretty horrifying. And the one thing that stuck with me as a kid, which um, didn't stick... It was, I guess, the first time I had been exposed to such like nihilism because this is a little bit of a spoiler but nobody makes it out of there alive and um it's based on a Stephen King short story and it was just so horrific how these people died and the thing that I I I found out that I that I thought about too was they didn't die for any particular reason it's not like they had a you know Michael Myers has a grudge on somebody or Jason like you did you killed Jason's mom or or you invaded his space, or whatever you did. Like this thing, literally, just killed them for no reason. It was just an existing organism, or or pollution, or who knows what it was, and just horrifically dissolved these people. And it was always stuck with me how bleak it was. Yeah, death, just death, really horrifying. Just death me. for no reason whatsoever. And along that lines, Jay Birds mentions the Blob, and that one is always going to be a classic. They still do. They didn't this year for obvious reasons, but they still do the Blob Run over that one is close to us over yes, in it is Phoenixville, right? Yep. And and they do the Blob Run every year still. Uh, the Omen, The Shining, Hollow Man. That was uh, Kevin Bacon, correct? Naked yes, Bacon. Naked bacon. I do want to point out too. Oh, uh, Sleepaway Camp would have Noob Noob's favorite, most horrific ending of all time. Whoa, Absolutely. Cheers. One thing I do want to point out about Creepshow too is I just want to also sh- share with people: if you get the opportunity, there was a great run there of Creepshow, Creepshow Two, Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Side. The movie was a fantastic horror movie. If you get a chance to check those out. Those are hidden gems that people don't often remember, but uh, I'm kind of a custodian of those movies. I highly recommend them. And Sam Jam- Sam Jr. brings up Hellraiser and Ron Schrade. Although it's not a horror movie, it's definitely a good throw over to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's great for Halloween. That's a good Halloween watch. But my watch is one that definitely, I don't remember a whole lot about this movie. I just know it still sticks with me. In fact, searching this GIF, today still brought up feelings and that is from 1990 Jacob's Ladder 
Morning, oh. mourning his dead child, a haunted Vietnam War veteran attempts to uncover his past while suffering from a severe case of dissociation. To do so, he must decipher reality and life from his own dreams, delusions, and perceptions of death. Directed by Adrian Lin, starring Tim Robin, Elizabeth Pena, and Danny Aiello. This movie, I watched at a friend's house again. It was nighttime. It was dark. This is when growing up as kids, you want to scare the crap out of yourselves and each other's. If you're on uh, uh, YouTube, you're watching this this gift that I found. These images that they inserted inside this whole entire movie were terrifying. The visual effects were just straight up creepy. This weird head motion thing that they had the guys do, it happened here in this scene. They would have him show up on uh, on uh, trains, on subway cars, where this guy didn't know what he was seeing. And it was really this real warped reality. And it gave me this concept of, if I saw something like that, what the hell would I do? Not like if I saw a ghost floating through the room, but if I saw something like that, that would absolutely terrify me. And like I said, even just watching, looking at this gift now still stirs up those feelings where like, if I saw something like this, I'd be running the other way real fast. It looks like a gimp guy that's like ready for sex. These are all, those are all Vietnam vets. Um, it's, it was, you know, in the chemicals and the war and everything else that, you know, just, just mess with this guy's head. And that's what this movie is, is him just trying to get a grasp back on reality. Why is there, is there a ladder? That's no, it's a, it's about a mental state. Yes, Jacob's ladder. It's it's uh, what is that metaphor? I believe for being insane. Yeah, and climbing the ladder of insanity to get out of to get out of insanity. Do you ever play the game of Jacob's ladder? You don't know what a Jacob's ladder. Not is. a clue. I thought it was a man's ladder. A ja- no, a Jacob's ladder. It's like uh, it, you flip it over, and then the bottom rung becomes the top rung, and you can never reach the top. Yeah. No, uh, Noob Noob never tried Jacob's Ladder. He actually, he's familiar with an Eiffel Tower. He was in the middle of it, though. Uh, yes. I'm the entire tower. Yes. The Eiffel Noober. Sam Jr. mentions the Wicker Man. T-Zap says, Cujo. That, uh, that was a decent one. American Werewolf in American London Werewolf. from Sam Jr. again. That's a classic. The, the Wicker Man so with Nicolas Cage, though. <laughs> that one is classic too, though. Him that acting with those murder hornets. <laughs> he was the he was the discoverer of murder hornets. Well, he really was. After that, Noob Noob, you better make this last choice good. <sighs> well, this is a recent one, so I don't know if you're prepared for this, but it's Hubie Halloween. No. Oh. This movie is scary on a personal level to me, and one of the reasons why is do you have the picture where Hubie's riding a bike? No, I don't, because I asked you to find me a scary image from Hubie Halloween, which you didn't, so there is none. Yep. There's I zero, was actually at a job doing things. There's zero image from this movie that was well, an absolute piece of garbage. It was scary because Hubie, who, uh, if, if many don't know, is a slightly challenged mentally. Just like you. And he is riding a bike. Also and, like you. And that, well, so here's the thing. This is where it's personal. And it triggers me because I can't ride a bike. And even Are you serious? Hubie, you don't know how to ride a bike? Even Hubie can ride a bike? <laughs> so I feel... So you have a picture of a bike on your wall, but you can't ride one. I, and Hubie can, so I'm You've triggered. You never learned how to ride a bike? I did not. I had a tricycle when I was younger. And you still have a tricycle. And no, no, I learned... That's where I first became a trisexual. Because I thought that instead of being a tricycle, I wanted to be a trisexual. Then I realized I wanted to be a triceratops. So I was a trisexual tops, 
and then I gave up on writing it. And uh, so to this day, any movie with uh, mentally challenged people riding bikes triggers me. So you can't ride a motorcycle. I can. I can ride an electric scooter. Hmm. Yeah. That, that is two wheeled. That is two wheeled. So I can do things with two wheels. I feel like uh, a scooter. I've never ridden one, Scott. Have you? Are they? Are they something that is? Are they super balanced? Like it's super easy to just, ride one of those? Just like a bicycle, once you get moving, you're balanced fine, nice and easy, even though you're standing up. I think we're going to have to try something new, and that is teaching Noob Noob to ride a bicycle. That's uh, going to be... Let's uh, not do that. The next, that's going to be you our next video. His, I don't know how you're an adult and you can't ride a bicycle. I never... I was one of those cool kids that had the uh, the small Jeep as a kid because I, I was a... a <laughs> you mean like a preschool Jeep? Uh, yeah, like one of those beep beep Jeeps. Oh, yeah, boy. I drove that around my block, cul-de-sac. And uh, never got a bicycle? And no, no. I was like, fuck it, mommy. I, I want that Jeep and then I want that <laughs> Razor scooter. Just like anything you want, noob noob. Oh, jeez. You are the one and only. Uh, you, you need to break that cycle, not just the bicycle. No, no. Oh, jeez. I will never... The only thing I will ride is my noob cycle. Oh my god. That 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 choice by noob noob has effectively quieted the chat there. Not a whole lot going <laughs> on other than uh, Jay Bird suggesting insurance for said bike. Z, your final choice. Alright, my final choice. It's a little bit more of a modern-ish horror movie. I mean, it's not that new, but... Uh, it's, it, it was a little gem that somebody recommended to me called Session 9. And when I watched it, I guess it gave me like a new appreciation for modern horror because it was you know, filmed differently. It's, it's one that isn't very well heard of. Uh, David Carradine stars in it. And it has just... There's like a sense of oppression in this that is so palpable... And it's, it's a mystery thriller, too. So you don't really ever quite understand what's going on until the end. But it's it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Well, well acted. And very small cast. And just one of those, like, it's just haunt. It stuck with me. And I've always thought about this movie. It's one of the great haunted house movies in my mind. Because they they use like an old abandoned asylum, and I just think it's a, it's a really well crafted horror movie. And so it's people just going into an insane asylum and going crazy. Well, it, it, essentially, the story is about uh, there are asbestos removers that are hired to go in to remove asbestos from this old insane asylum, and as they're going through it, they they uncover certain things, and there's a mystery that starts to happen around it, and they're not sure whether or not it's affecting their personal lives or if it's supernatural. But it's one of those really cool, you you don't really see what's coming until the end. And then it's... Uh, so there's a twist? Yeah, you could say there's a twist. It's more of a mystery. It's not so much like there's a twist. Interesting. So I say, this is my... If you want a really good, tense movie that, that does a really good job of paranoia and tension and, and doesn't use jump scares and things like that and just uses pure horror... I think this is one of those good movies. There's not a lot of body horror to it. Like it's there's nothing spectacularly gory, but I think it's just the audio is really well designed. It's just and really utilizes an amazing set. They didn't have to build a set. They just literally shot in in a, an abandoned asylum, which I I'm a big fan of touring those. So I've been to a lot of them around uh, the country and around this area. I. Uh, 
our area actually has some of the best old penitentiaries and haunted asylums in the world. A few, uh, Penthurst Asylum. A few of them. Penthurst has been turned into a haunted house. Um, there's some, there's, there's well, some over there in Jersey anymore, that, you know, uh, the same, broken into over the years growing up as a kid. Um, very illegal, very dangerous. Uh, especially Penthurst back in the day, we break into that one, not realizing that some buildings had holes that went down four or five stories. And here, yes. we, and here we were walking around completely in the dark. Um, it, it, not the scare factor, but just the danger factor was very, very high on that one. Or even the, the you just round, to a felony, Scott. The Roundhouse in uh, Philadelphia, which is the the country's oldest penitentiary, which is still used for ghost tours now, is is one of those places. They have haunted mansions or haunted houses there, but they don't. They're not nearly as scary as the actual tour of the place itself. So. What's interesting, we don't have anything else in the chat. I mean, a lot of great, great movies brought up in the chat. But one thing I've noticed is that we've gone through these movies. A lot of these movies were like childhood movies. And and just, I guess that's kind of what sticks with you is what is your childhood. And that's, of course, when you're going to be more susceptible to scares. Nowadays, when I walk through a haunted house, I laugh. I don't jump or scream. Haunted, uh, uh, scary movies, kind of the same thing. They don't affect me as much as they do now. And I guess that's just something that happens with age. Perhaps something I miss. But I'm going to go back to a classic movie. Again, it seems to be the theme here for me. But I'm going to say Alfred Hitchcock's 1963, The Birds. The birds. the birds. Were you shitted on by a lot of birds? Um, so I have. It is actually pretty scary. It is a scary movie. So, so I have two great stories. Well, one great, fantastic story. Another one more in an antidote. But back in the day, as we were all young children, we went ahead and had a watch party at the house where we all sat down to watch the birds. And I'm sure in Z's house they had a similar experience with a movie called The Squirrels. Thank yes. you, Sam Jr. But. So here we are, all young children, sitting around watching the birds, and my mother decides she's going to come join us and watch this movie with us. So as the movie's progressing, me and a friend of mine, we sneak away into the other room, and we decide to fold together a paper airplane. And as the movie's progressing and one of the bird attack scenes is happening, the two of us sneak back into the room and behind a sofa reach over the sofa and launch this paper airplane across the room during one of the biggest attack scenes in the movie. This airplane, as if guided by a hand, flies perfectly across the room and lands in my mother's hair. <laughs> Next to, I mean, an inch over, would have, she would have lost an eyeball. So thankfully that didn't happen, but it lands in her hair she goes through the ceiling. We still have a hole there to this day that never got patched. <laughs> it terrified her. We all laughed. It was hilarious for us. I don't think she's ever forgiven me. She still doesn't talk to me to this day. But <laughs> that that story, that anecdote, growing up has always been one of my favorite stories. And it was absolutely hilarious. A great story growing up. But here's the interesting thing about the birds. I don't remember much about this movie. I don't remember particular scenes. There are birds. I'm looking I'm looking at an image here that is in color, but I thought it was black and white when I originally watched it. I don't remember that either. 
But when they may have colorized it, black and white. They made a color version. They may have colorized it. But when, but when we say a movie sticks with you, I'm gonna think back to last year, the year before that, actually. Um, still working construction out in uh, a Lancaster area, and we're working on a rooftop installing a power line for a building. And Lancaster area where we were, a lot of areas were just infested with these blackbirds with crows. Why I don't know. They just congregated. And as we're sitting there working, all of a sudden the sky almost turned dark as hundreds, I'd, I'd say maybe thousands of these effing birds started flying overhead and they just kept coming and Shitting coming and coming and it just didn't stop. And as far as you can see in one direction, they just was a line of these birds flying at you and you'll turn around and there's the line in the other direction. And there's nothing about birds that are scary. But there's still something about that when you look up and you see hundreds, if not thousands, of these things flying overhead. Or like when you go to the old closed down malls out there that still also have a problem and you just see hundreds of them just sitting around, sitting in every single tree on rooftops, on power lines. There's still something about that that affects you and makes you look around and wonder what the hell's going on right now. And birds aren't scary. There should be nothing about birds that are scary. But because of movies like this, when you're in a situation where you're looking around and you're seeing hundreds of these effing things just sitting there looking at you, the thought crosses your mind. What what happens? What happens if these things do decide to just start dive bombing, just start attacking the cars and, and pecking at the people? You, you go inside and then you're fine. Until uh, they break in. Yeah. That's what they happens to the birds. It did. Yeah. It's fake. It, it, fake did, did you... Uh, it did not did, work for the people noob, noob. in this film. Why don't you tell Scott what you learned about crows the other day? Uh, am I supposed to remember a conversation? You don't remember what what about crows? Uh, no. No, you don't remember about crows? What? That we learned how smart crows are? Nope. They're definitely smarter than you because they remember that conversation. I'm honestly drawing a blank. What what crow? So I showed I showed Noob Noob a video of these these. There's actually lots of them online if you watch them. But crows are oh, such demons. Yes. Crows being yeah, they, they hate they, cats. They they uh they, they must fucking hate, hate cats. pussy. So what they do is they'll they'll torture cats into fighting each other. So they'll tease these cats <laughs> until they get so angry that they just go into slaughter each other. And there's yes. this one great video where they they're fighting on top of a roof and the two cats fall off the roof. And the crow follows them down and continues to like bite them in the tail and poke them in the in the butt. And yeah, crows are sadistic monsters. <laughs> yeah, they are sadistic. They monsters. just like to watch chaos and murder. Yeah, it's just amazing how smart they are. So the birds is possible. But, but yes, from 1963, from the mind of Alfred Hitchcock, starring Rod Taylor, T.P. Hedren, and Jessica Tandy. I think Alfred Hitchcock wrote the book on horror film. I mean. His, his his methodology and his style has been imitated many a times. So, yeah, this absolutely, the I waited for this. This was my last pick was The Birds. Well, he's the master. So, uh, well, I agree. So, you know, he did Psycho, Vertigo. I, Psycho to this day is one of those movies that the cat still the talked about. With Michael Myers is honestly terrifying. Uh, is it more or less terrifying than The Grinch with Jim Carrey? Uh, that's a that that's honestly a good question. Which is the most horrific? I is I want to say the cat in the hat's a little more fucked up. Really, I want to say the Grinch because he's green and kind of gross looking. 
Yeah, but the cat hatch is like on another level. Of like, why does this exist? The Grinch at least makes sense. And of how does it make sense? I don't know. And of course, Christmas. The, the most terrifying of them all, Blue's Clues. Oh my God, I love Blue's Clues. Thank you, Shred. <laughs> and Clifford the Big Red Dog. So, oh. so what do we think? Did we uh, did we cover it pretty well? At least two out of three of us. Uh, yeah, well, me clearly had the best list, so that makes sense. I don't even think you made it to five, so... I, I did make it to five. Mm, I don't think you did. I did. Uh, you should count uh, again. I don't think you did. All so five inches. If you like what you heard here this week, head on over to Instagram at orc underscore you. Check us out at facebook.com slash our reviews will kill you. If you're not watching us on YouTube, you're listening to our podcast... That's on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And if you want to check out the visuals, check us out at youtube.com slash our reviews will kill you. Well, you'll find this episode as well as all the other great videos that we do. And of course, go to our reviews will kill you.com slash links to see all the ways to find us there as well, as well as all the updates with the videos that we do and the output that we do and the things that we do to scare you. The things that we do do. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for the chat tonight. You guys had so many great, great movies out there. So many amazing horror movies. I personally love The Thing, It, Pet Cemetery. although I just watched the really bad remake uh, last night to get psyched for this Me show. Me shirtless. Noob Noob shirtless, the most horrific the most terrifying thing that happened tonight. And oh, sexually God. exciting as well. Not even close. Terrified of how much you wanted it. Not even close. Sam Jr.'s on board, right? <laughs> anyway, the best way you can help our channel is by giving us a like, give us a subscribe. If, we, if we've earned that subscribe from you, we love sharing our childhood horrors. And we appreciate you sharing yours. Make sure you do so in the comments. Let let us know what other type of horrific things, uh, you know, movies that you watched. Give us an age and when you saw it and where you saw it and maybe a why you saw it. A picture of when you were younger. That's fine, too. No, no. Don't, please don't <laughs> post that. <laughs> so, and be sure to share, you know. Uh, we really appreciate everything that everyone has done for us here at the channel. So from all of us here at Our Views Will Kill You to all of y'all at home, we love y'all, and on to the next one.